Swimcast is recorded live in front of a feline audience. I'm Andrew. I'm Jessica. And welcome to Swimcast, the podcast where Jessica makes me watch movies that were near and dear to her heart as a teenage girl in the 90s, and I did not see because I was a grown-ass man living in Japan. Take it away. Oh, sorry. I'm telling you, my brain is super slow today. Uh, yes, so I have, I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, happy new year, Andrew. Although this would be probably episode three or four into the new year <laughs> for those listening. Yes, this is the first recording that we're doing in 2021. And I know that in general, we try not to pinpoint the time and date that we do our recordings, trying to keep it evergreen so that it doesn't really matter when you listen to the podcast. And also there's often a huge gap between when we record <laughs> and when it's released. But yes, indeed, this is now 2021, first recording of the year. So yes, Happy New Year. Although I'm still holding my reservations for Chinese New Year, I'm not too positive about January. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like, it's so funny when people say, like, Merry Christmas for those who choose to celebrate. Right. Nobody acknowledges the fact that people don't celebrate New Year. <laughs> and I, I'm not speaking... There culture. are other calendars, yes. No, I'm not even speaking that. I'm oh. just like, even on the Gregorian calendar, I refuse to acknowledge the passage of time. So it's not a holiday <laughs> to me. I have slept through midnight on December 31st the past like seven or eight years I've hacked the system <laughs> so this year I'm just like what it's different <laughs> indeed so we were home for midnight we watched some countdowns on the internet <laughs> we we missed New Year's we actually heard cheering from a, a, a condo nearby and, <laughs> and go oh I guess we're late we had a hard time finding uh, a countdown for midnight Pacific time. That was the problem. That's because you don't have cable. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You need to have cable and then <laughs> just turn on some like city TV or whatever. <laughs> we Yeah, we were not prepared. I left it to the very last second. Was, Ooh, a countdown. So by the time we found a countdown, because the rest of the world is already uh, celebrated and doesn't give a crap about the Pacific West Coast. Oh yeah, we're like the second to last pretty much after like Hawaii and some of the Polynesian Exactly, islands. exactly. So it was hard to find something. And when I finally did, we were already about 23 seconds into the new year, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I kind of like being last because then like even, you know, that, that creeping dread that something's going to happen, you know, like, well, I mean, <laughs> like right at the stroke of midnight, like you're, oh, it's like, you know, 9 p.m. on December 31st, you're watching Instagram and it's people in Australia, you know, January 1st in the morning being like, yeah, it's 2021. It's fine. It's the morning. I'm going to have some breakfast. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's, it's, it's just another, it's just a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, it was a really good thing during Y2K, the rollover from 1999 <laughs> to 2000, because we could see, oh, yes. did the world fall apart in waves across the, <laughs> the planet? 
So it didn't. And uh, oh, who was Lou Bega Jr. performed in Vancouver live. <laughs> Lou Bega Jr. Or Lou Bega? Is it, well, I thought he was like Lou Bega Jr. Mambo number five. Yes, yes, Mambo number five. <laughs> he did a freezing cold Mambo number five in Vancouver on New Year's Eve at the turn of the millennium there. Oh, God. That's on That was Hunts. when Vancouver had outdoor things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had a little bit of fun back then. <laughs> I, well, also, part of the reason I like sleeping through New Year's is I hate fireworks. I oh, have God, such, yes. There were like fireworks a, going off. Yeah. Unnatural. I mean, yeah, I heard a couple, but it was more like Halloween. Like, you know, where it's right. just like, oh, some, some kids got their hands on some Roman candles. That doesn't bother me, other than I worried about them burning down someone's shed. Mm. But, like, big fireworks displays, like Symphony of Fire or whatever, or, like, Disney, anything. I hate them. <laughs> it's such a weird aversion. It's the same way that, like, one of my good friends is, like, terrified of styrofoam. Okay. I just, like... Yeah, it, no, it's, 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 a, it's not a phobia. It's just, like, this strong aversion where I just, like... I want to cover my ear. I'm like a cat or a dog. I just want to like hide under <laughs> the bed and just like cover my ears. Well, it's, indeed, yeah. our cats were none too thrilled that idiots were lighting off fireworks yeah, <laughs> at I midnight. Bet. Yeah, poor poor Oren was growling and and trying to hide. <laughs> Aww. Oh, poor kid ice. But we did watch, uh, after we missed the countdown, uh, we did watch some pre-recorded ones. We watched uh, Auckland, New Zealand, which was pretty cool. Again, lots of fireworks. And uh, again, because New Zealand locked down hard at the beginning, uh, people were in the streets. Everyone was close together, no masks, uh, because yeah, they, they, they got pretty. it together. Yeah. And, yeah. and then we watched... Uh, Dubai at the Burj Khalifa. Did I say that right? Burj. Yeah, Burj oh. Khalifa. I think. Okay. I mean, that's as, that's as near as I would say it to. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure okay. it's probably it's an accent variant, but <laughs> yeah. That's, okay. That's that's how I've heard it said. Yeah, we watched uh, the countdown at the Burj Khalifa, which was mind blowing. The. the the display that was up the entire tower and then fireworks shooting out from all over it. It was the best fireworks and display I think I'd ever seen. It was crazy. Hopefully it was just for the benefit of television because I don't, I don't think the UAE or most of that region are are, are, are safe right now, virus-wise. So right. yeah, hopefully it was for the benefit of, well, Probably for television and like the wealthy few who are above <laughs> the wealthy, like oh, like all of our politicians who uh, went on holidays to uh, oh, yeah. sunny, sunny climates, <laughs> Barbados, etc. Oh yeah, but uh, no, no, I was gonna say like like Dubai. That's not even the one percent. That's like the point oh 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 one percent where they have like indoor ski hills made out of twenty four karat gold and shit. So. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they're good. Or they just watched it from their their hover jet or something. Fair, fair enough. They didn't show crowds gathering there. Now that I come to think of it, it was more focused on this crazy display that was all the way up the tower. Yes. So, yeah, maybe they didn't have the, the streets full of people. 
Yeah, well also like they wouldn't their New Year's also wouldn't be like alcohol fueled either, I guess, come to think of it. Uh, so. No, I guess not. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, no, I yeah, I am I well I can I can handle fireworks on the TV, but <laughs> I just I don't need to seek them out. <laughs> but yeah, no, but similar story of my friend my friend in California, she te- she texted me an article of pictures and celebrations in Wuhan, China. <laughs> right. Where, as you mentioned, they also had, like, draconian lockdown and have all but eliminated the virus. And my friend is, like, was so irate. She was like, this is a terrible idea. Do you think it's okay? And I'm like, well, yeah, they, they're fine now. <laughs> yes, it's I not mean, the same situation in every yeah, part of the like, world. Yeah, she's like, but it looks really bad. And I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't really think China cares how the rest of the world sees them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just like, yep, we're, we're good. We're doing our thing. <laughs> Sucks to be you guys. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's the vibe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she was so like, this is so dangerous. And I was like, no, like they're they're fine <laughs> depending how they got fine is up for debate but if it was not fine they would not be doing that <laughs> you know what i mean it's not I, like they're I doing agree. it in defiance of orders like they would be like in atlanta or something you yes, know like yeah. if if it was forbidden oh oh it would be forbidden <laughs> that's that's how i it agree works. yeah yeah <laughs> anyways <laughs> yeah and even though we're not a weather podcast, and we keep saying this just about every episode, but... <laughs> no, we're a weather wow. podcast now. Let's, let's only talk about the weather exclusively. <laughs> Let me... It is, it, is a, it is an eight degrees right now, presently, in Vancouver. And it I, has I been it's, raining it's for more than a week <laughs> solid. <laughs> oh my God, yesterday I went to get groceries and, yeah, <laughs> torrential. But today, because I'm... I still have, I took a few more days off work, so I'm still living in that, you know, that Christmas to New Year's, I don't know what day of the week it is. Like, <laughs> my sleep schedule has fully adjusted, so now it's like, okay, I go to bed at 1 and get up at 11. <laughs> That'll be great. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, today I think there was like, oh, actually, it looks like there's some sun out right now, and it, we're, this would have been the only opportunity in the next three or four days to go get some exercise, but no. I'm inside. Yeah, doing a podcast. It was supposed to be raining. It was supposed to be raining by now. Like, it was not raining this morning. Oh, it, it, no, it came down torrentially at one point. Microclimate. Yeah. Or maybe I was sleeping. Yesterday, because it was also a heavy wind, we didn't have power for two and a half hours. Oh, shit, really? <laughs> yeah, a tree came down. And uh, oh. so we sat in the dark and realized that there's very little you can do in the dark i mean <laughs> there's <Yeah. laughs> we're so dependent on electricity <laughs> yeah did you were your phones charged <laughs> uh mine was yes <laughs> mine is always <laughs> plugged in ready to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah now i'm now i'm upset that there's sun outside i want to go outside <laughs> i'm just gonna pause you andrew i'm gonna go for a walk and then when it starts raining i'll come back and we <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. No, I'm still in my jammies. <laughs> it seems like a lot of work now. That's like when the, I texted you this morning. I was like, I don't feel like recording because I'm lazy. But if you want to, <laughs> if you're amped for watching garbage, I can, I can be convinced. And you're like, garbage, 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 garbage. garbage. <laughs> so it's like, okay, fine. 
So, yeah. speaking of garbage, what are we watching today, Jessica? So, so in our last non-special uh, record, we watched, uh, what did we end up watching? She's Out of My League? Yes. Which ended up being hilarious, but was not the movie I thought it was <laughs> at all. What I thought it was is a movie called The Girl Next Door. Oh. <laughs> from 2004. So that is what we're going to watch today. I, I think I've only ever seen bits of it, but it seems like it fits our genre. It's like year appropriate. It seems like sort of like a teen sex romp type American pie situation. So hopefully, and it, yeah, my a friend of mine really likes it. And I was like, I've literally never seen it. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what this one is about. I'm hoping it's a comedy. It, it appears, I mean, it has the same, like the poster for it is like white background, hot girl, guy kind of scratching his head, which is like... No, he, but he's looking in a window. Oh, yeah. Like he's he's peeping in a window because, you know, that was cool back then. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like I've already filled out like tropes and <laughs> hot guys based on the cast <laughs> on my notes. Like we haven't even hit play. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so sounds like we should just get into it. Alrighty. Let's let's do it. Okay. about wasting a sunny day now. <laughs> <laughs> I I would totally agree. Uh, yeah, this is... Uh, yeah, halfway through the movie, we're like, well, they can wrap it up now. But no, yeah. no, there was another goddamn hour of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, no. Didn't, <sighs> didn't work man, for me. Man, oh, man, no. It has not <laughs> aged well. Oh, 100% not aged well. There were so many things that were really unwoke in this movie. Yeah, but like not even funny. Like that was the thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, was yeah. this a comedy? Like I think I had maybe like two laughs in the whole thing. <laughs> Otherwise, yes. it was more just like a forced, like, oh, <laughs> I think that was supposed to be funny. It was funny in 2004, apparently. But yeah, yeah. no, this this really wasn't a comedy. It was, uh, yeah, there were things that were supposed to be funny, but they just didn't really meet the bar. Yeah, my, oh. my friend that recommended it to me, I was texting her, <laughs> and I still am, and she's like very defensive of it she's like <laughs> she's like it's supposed to be like a rom-com but like raunchy like american pie i'm like but american pie was was, was freaking hilarious although if we go back and watch that i'm sure we won't think it's as hilarious as we thought back in the day no i've seen it not too long i mean it has eugene levy like it has mm. it has that lightness it has that heart whereas this has like darkness yeah, there and was a lot like, of dark edges to this. Yeah, was that supposed to be funny? 
and maybe rethink that concept a little bit. Like my friend, I don't, she liked it because it was like her coming, like she had a huge crush on um, the main guy and it was like her oh. coming of age movie. So I was like, okay, okay. well I can see so, how yeah. that would influence your longer term opinions. Right, so she's kind of overlooking a lot of the flaws because she thought the, the main character, Matthew, was cute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But also, like, you wouldn't be attuned to the flaws in your youngish teens, you know? Right, right. Yeah, which, well, like she said, she's like, I saw that movie way too young. And I was like, yes. Yeah. So I was like, you would have been, what, 11 when this movie came out? She's like, I think I saw it when I was, like, 13 or 14. I was like, yeah, probably <laughs> still too young. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, maybe a little. But yeah, so whereas like all those parts where like as us as adults are like, ugh, ugh, no. Like as a 14 year old, your brain's going, what? <laughs> like, you're, it's like your first like exposure to things and you're just learning about it. Whereas this is like, no, 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 no. Best, best not <laughs> to do that. Yes, I guess it would be for a teenager watching this movie a a soft landing into the seedier side of life, I guess. Yeah, because... <laughs> yeah, like a, an eye opening. Yes, yeah. Well, an, that's what I said awakening. to her. I was like, it could have been worse, like, because I said, like, the movie that I saw too young was Pulp Fiction, and so. Oh, I was like, okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for me, for me, it was uh, a Cronenberg movie. It was Videodrome. I really oh, yeah. should not have seen it when I was 13 or 14. And yeah, wow, I feel, I feel that like messed me up for <laughs> life. Yeah, I feel like we've had this conversation before, but yeah, like this movie, as far as that goes, it's like, okay, there was like lots of boobs and right. mature themes and uh, some soft drugs. And violence. But like, yeah. Yeah, like pretty tame violence. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, nobody, it wasn't like the violence in Pulp Fiction or, <laughs> yeah, or it wasn't like, like now, like if your child had the internet and just got like actual hardcore pornography or something. So, uh, yeah, like it could have been a lot worse, but yeah, mostly my problem is that it was a bad movie. Like it was clumsily yeah. constructed. There was some continuity things. It wasn't <laughs> funny. Yeah. Yeah, it it tried to pretend it was funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. It needed like a. It needed like even if like the dad had been Eugene Levy, like just those few <laughs> scenes, or like the principal had been like some sort of you know recognizable. Oh, uh, I was gonna say the Ferris Bueller principal, but that I think is problematic. Or oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because that guy got arrested yeah. for pornography, <laughs> so child pornography. But yeah, no. But like if it had. I recognized a lot of the actors in this, but they weren't recognizable as like beloved comedic character actors, right? Like, right. If you threw in, yeah, like a Eugene Levy or a like a like a Fred Willard or something as the principal, you know, to give it that. <laughs> to, is anybody from the Christopher Guestiverse like just it, to exactly exactly give it some like funny heart? Yeah, somebody who could take Whereas, even a bad script and deliver it well. 
yeah, just with like a, a look, and like a funny facial expression, you know, like there's those people where you just laugh when you look at their face. Right. Because yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, it just like the jokes that there were just kind of fell a bit flat. Yeah, it was it almost like the jokes were trying too hard. I don't know. I, don't, yeah. I did not. I, I will not be rewatching it anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> it is not beloved to me. Yeah, and I won't watch it again either, even with all of the boobs, because uh, just just go watch porn. I mean, it's a lot simpler. <laughs> oh yeah, you, a lot of your a lot of your favorite actresses were in this movie. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I feel like it'll be insulting to call them Maya Rudolphs in this context, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where do we want to dive in here? Like, shall we go with the music? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The one high point, uh, the one high point I will add. They, they had a music budget. So they spent a lot yeah, of money. They did. It was weird because it, a lot of the movie was obviously for the director because it was. Stuff from the 70s and 80s, a lot of it. Yeah. And then some yeah. stuff that was, I guess, of the time, but I certainly didn't recognize uh, much of the music. But there was quite yeah. a long list. Yeah. Yeah, like it had, I mean, David Bowie and Queen was like... Yes, <laughs> under <laughs> at pressure. The right at the beginning, yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> strong start. But not era appropriate at all. I mean, well, 2004. I mean, I mean, it doesn't really have to be era appropriate if it's movie appropriate, like if it's tone tonally appropriate. And I guess know? it was for that scene, yeah. So it kind of worked. But some of them were just like, like at the end when they played the Who song, I'm like, the director just wanted to put this in. Yeah, But <laughs> I will also add yeah. that this would have been at peak CSI time. Oh, so like right. the Who songs were just like, I think... Did their catalog enter the public domain or something? Like, <laughs> no, but I guess they were just uh, willing to sell it to everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it was like CSI Miami or whatever. <laughs> I can't remember which CSI used. Oh, it was New York, I think. New York used this particular song, but. Uh... Oh, but I think it was also yeah. I, I think Miami because uh, David Caruso would take off his sunglasses and say some cheesy no, line. No, because that one had the... But that then it was like, take off the sunglasses, cheesy line, and then whatever song had the wah <laughs> noise. <laughs> this one was New York. I'm pretty sure this one was New York. I gotta okay. Google it now. Okay, okay. This is very important information. We gotta, like, insert some I'm Googling it music. We be Googling. We be Googling. Yeah. We be Googling. We be Googling. Yeah. We be googling, we be googling, yeah. We be googling, we be googling. We okay, what? Who song was on which? C S I. Feel like Google. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Uh, C S I. Who are you by the Who? C S I Miami won't get fooled again. Won't get fooled again. C S I New York. Baba O'Reilly, which this was. Oh, and then that, CSI that's what it ended on. Yeah. Yeah. And then okay. CSI Cyber, I can see for miles. <laughs> I forgot CSI Cyber existed. <laughs> oh my God. I think James Vanderbeek was on it. 
That was a one season wonder, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Which one lasted the longest? Oh, I think yeah, the original. And then Miami was on for a fairly long time. True. Yeah. <laughs> Which was like I like the original was really good. I watched it for forever. <laughs> Even in the end when it started like replacing Miami was so bad it was good. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, so of course, with the sunglasses. But yeah, see, it's like my, the original one, because then they replaced, like, Grissom with, like, Lawrence Fishburne and then Ted Danson, oh, and then it was like, right. oh, yeah. Yeah. And then CSI New York, I watched because I love Gary Sinise. Oh, okay, fair, fair. <laughs> like, so much. Oh, he was bitter. <laughs> he was so bitter and broken because he lost his wife in 9-11. Was that, I feel like that's a lot of movies with Gary Sinise. <laughs> Or Steve Buscemi or something. <laughs> they left him on the no, moon, too. No, no on was, Mars. They left a... him on Mars. But then he got a, a shuttle to across the galaxy. In which? Mission to Mars. Mission to Mars. I don't think oh. I've seen that. Yeah, they, they, they left him on Mars. He makes the same movies over and over again. Well, then there was The Martian, and they left him on Mars. Uh, Matt Damon on Mars. <laughs> There's a lot of similar... <laughs> but yeah, you're or, right. Um, the Gary Sinise gets all of these. He's a broken person. Yeah. Let's He's start Lieutenant there. Dan. He's Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, you got new legs. <laughs> no, also, also, now I'm going off on a huge tangent. <laughs> okay. 911 Lone Star. Which oh I God. so hope is coming back, and I really hope my PBR records. Like, Rob Lowe's wife died in 9-11, too, I think. jeez. Oh, yeah, Americans love 9-11. <laughs> oh, no. You know what I mean. Okay, well, there goes all American sponsorship in our future. Uh... <laughs> it's a dart. <laughs> oh, yeah. But my point was pre proved by this conversation. <laughs> okay, anything else you want? Any, any other songs in there that, like, did you recognize any of the ones that were supposed to be current of. 2004 type oh, music. Oh yeah, there was the, I couldn't remember who it was by, but I was like singing along with it. And it was uh, Take a Picture by Filter. <laughs> that oh, was okay. very of the time. Hmm, and okay. then not the specific song, but David Gray. They, oh, okay. they played it right, I was right. like, at a few times. Yeah, but David Gray, cause he was, was he the? No, no, that was the You Had a Bad Day song. That was, um, Oh. starts with a J. I can't remember. British, too. Oh, no. Yeah, British, James Blunt. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, but David Gray was around the same so, time. Not the same. Okay. <laughs> no, it's similar, similar. <laughs> same. Okay, now I gotta know what his big song was. Oh, was it You're Beautiful? I think it was like You're Beautiful, It's True or something. Oh, okay. Or was okay. that James Blunt, too? I thought That's that was James, James Blunt. Blunt. David Gray. Babylon? I remember that song. I'm, okay, I'm Googling it again. We be Googling, we be Googling, yeah. We be Googling, we be Googling, yeah. <laughs> Play 
gonna Google it at music. Oh, we're, we're just gonna need a <laughs> Googling theme. <laughs> yeah. Babylon's, apparently that song was like, what, sail away, please forgive me. I guess Babylon is the one I remember. I don't know most of these songs. I've become an old. <laughs> but most of these songs were from 1998. So like, okay. I should, they should be deep in my consciousness, but they're not. Anyway, oh, they, they certainly didn't ring very many bells for me. Um, that take my picture, I do recognize that one. Yeah, didn't didn't know the band name, but I do remember that one. But that's about it. Yeah. Oh, other than when they get to Las Vegas and there's some like club music, it was like oh, some yeah, big I didn't club write that song. Down. But there were no yeah. real lyrics to it, so I. I but I, I recognize that. I recognize yeah, exactly. that, but I forgot to. I didn't Shazam it or look at the the Amazon trivia. Yeah. <laughs> that and did we already mention Lady Marmalade? I told you my brain's not working today. Lady Marmalade, the original version. Right. Played and I, at some point too. It kind of just went went by me. I didn't even notice it really. Oh no, I totally noticed it when they played. Oh okay. Because then and I started singing like the the Boulay lyrics Boulay? from like yeah. <laughs> no, those are the original lyrics, but like the, oh. the pink Christina Aguilera, Lil' Kim version. <laughs> and Maya, who nobody remembers. <laughs> because cause like in that version, it's like, I met Marmalade down at Old Moulin Rouge, but like yes. the original song is Old New Orleans. And I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> oh, okay. This is like a candle in the wind situation. <laughs> And apparently Purple Haze was somewhere in there and that's a big song in my in growing up as a teenager for me. And yeah, I but they, don't remember hearing it. But they also said performed by and it wasn't Jimi Hendrix. So it probably True. Okay. was just yeah. it was probably enough they probably took like some chord progression that was enough that they needed to credit it. Mm. But like not so much that it was like featured. And it was probably just like for a, a couple of seconds. Exactly. Yeah. It was probably uh, like when like Timothy Oliphant was driving his sports car or something. Oh, okay. That, yeah, I could see that. That would make sense. Huh. Okay. So it's a high school movie. So <laughs> it meets our criteria. In it. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that was the thing. I was like, it, it, it should meet the theme, and it, I guess it did, technically. It was just not good. Right. And it was certainly, definitely a jock culture start. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like the first five minutes, I was like, oh, this is perfect, because they're like, prom, football players. <laughs> no, they were lacrosse, which was really weird. Oh, yes, lacrosse. No, but that makes a lot of sense because it was supposed to be a rich school. Oh, okay. And like lacrosse players are like notoriously like even more awful and rapey than football players. So yeah, because there were wedges. Yeah, it was like spirit week. Yeah, it was like every I was like perfect. This is every high school American high school movie thing ever, and then very little lip service paid to it. Like the jocks were just like, they just shouted about everything. Like so much shouting and just like shotgunning beers. They did a lot of ironic shouting too, which was hilarious when- <laughs> like, like when they were like cheering for the foreign exchange student. Exactly. But it didn't, like it was ironic, but like almost to the point where it was no longer ironic. <laughs> it was very, again, this movie wasn't good. 
so they didn't make it clear. We also get my pet peeve of you know, the main characters look like they're the 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 tripod. The three guys look like oh, yeah. they're teenagers in high school, but all of the jocks, all and and uh, the good-looking girls, all look in their mid twenties. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And they would have had to have been for the content of this movie. Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, the main oh, yeah. characters were probably also in their mid-20s. Right, but they just, like, kind of Michael J. Fox did. Yeah. But they just, they had the baby faces. Exactly. Yeah. And, and of course, it was during Spirit Week, which is a weird American thing that... Yeah. But they didn't dwell on any of that. I would, they just kind of like threw That's it in. True. They threw it in there to be like, hey, this is a teen movie and it's not about pornography at all. <laughs> but it was entire. The whole plot of the movie was pornography. Yeah. But kind of the. This is going to be a deep. I'd actually, you probably haven't seen. Um, what was the. I got to figure out which one, it, which John Hughes movie it was. was. I think it was 16 Candles, pretty sure. Where there's the three friends, like the three friends were totally oh. like those guys. It was like Anthony Michael Hall would have been like the Emil Hirsch, and then somebody I don't remember would have been the Paul Dano, and then the John Cusack was like the porn kid in this movie because like they were like all they were like AV Club, AV Club, but there was three of them, so it was like the same dynamic. Oh my god! Yeah, they totally ripped it off. <laughs> yeah. And then just made it more raunchy. I don't think John Cusack wasn't filming pornography during the prom. So many logistical questions with this movie. Right. Of course, they have to introduce the bad boy, which was, what's his name? Timothy Oliphant? Timothy Oliphant, the, yeah, the porn right. producer. Right, he's Kelly, so like, yes. Yeah. And he's, which... he's a bad boy because he has one tattoo and spiky hair. <laughs> spiky hair, like the pinky rings. Well, because he was a porn <laughs> producer, so he was pretty slimy. But, like, I mean, that was kind of a highlight because I love Timothy Oliphant. And, like, for a while, for, like, most of his character, you're like, this guy rules. <laughs> like, yeah, until he gets really dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he showed up and he was kind of, like, Obi-Wan Kenobiing the three kids. <laughs> and just, like, Absolutely. getting them, yeah, like, trying to, like, hook them up with the hot girls and, like... All sorts of, like, taking them to parties and stuff. And then, yeah, and then he turns dark because... I guess, like, the premise is that Emile Hirsch falls in love with Alicia Cuthbert, who we haven't even mentioned. <laughs> right. Okay, only the main... <laughs> is, one of the main characters, yes. Yeah, who is, quote-unquote, the girl next door, who's the niece of the neighbors or whatever, who comes to house it. And she's, uh, like, trying to get out of her life of porn and right timothy oliphant was her producer and comes back because she like still like owes him it like very like pimp situation and he like takes mm -hmm. her to the porn convention yada yada avn and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop saying that it's weird <laughs> and, and yeah so but she's like no i don't this isn't my life anymore so emile hirsch is like no i love you for you or whatever and so she comes back to him, and then that's when Timothy Oliphant gets dark. He's like, she can't just run away because she doesn't like like fucking on film anymore or whatever. And then I was like, ugh, gross. And then he kind of sets up Emile Hirsch. He like beats him up and like frames him for like robbing the rival producer's house, which was <laughs> kind of funny because she made him steal his 
like porn Oscar for Chitty Chitty Gang Bang, <laughs> which was a giant <laughs> penis. So that was funny, but like not funny. I thought I thought they were gonna go in there and whack the guy. I thought I thought or, they yeah, were gonna get real like, dark. kill him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the, but he does, but in the process like he does like roofie him. He like because after he beats him up, he's like, oh, that's gonna hurt. Here, take one of these. It's gonna hurt. Like thinking it's yeah, like yeah, just take a painkiller. Yeah, but it was E. He gives him ecstasy. So then after he gets beat up and like caught for breaking into the porn producer's house, he has to go to his like scholarship banquet. But like he's on E, so he's like stroking everybody, <laughs> and he obviously fucks <laughs> up his speech and like. There was so many, but oh, then, yeah, but, but he gives this heartfelt funny. speech that was actually probably, probably the best speech compared to the others. But of course, they give it to the more legitimate speech. Yeah, because the one that didn't like have f bombs in it. <laughs> oh yeah, fair. But his speech was only about like falling in love with the girl next door. It had nothing to do with his academic. That's yeah, aspiration. Yeah. So it was heartfelt, but it had nothing to do but it wasn't with a, the scholarship. So <laughs> exactly, fair. Okay, <laughs> fair play that he did not win it. Oh, and weird things too. Like apparently in two thousand four, an adult can just stroll into a school and assault a student. Yeah, just pick him up by the collar and drag him, kidnap him. It's like, oh, okay, he's and the school a... also had like police who yeah. <laughs> were supposed, like there was a police officer who wasn't very good at his job and was supposed to be stopping students from leaving the school during yeah, school Yeah, they had to hours. check out or whatever, yeah. But he had like a, like a police car at the exit of the school property, which, what, how far back from the road was the school? I mean, yeah, it was I think, like the I think you're right. Campus. This is, yeah, this is like a, a, a rich school. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, that, maybe that's what my having the lacrosse players was supposed to signify. <laughs> it's code for these are rich kids. And then there was uh, kind of a foreshadowing that they were watching a sex ed tape, but it was like a really old sex ed oh, tape. Oh, 1960s totally or 50s. Out of, yeah. yeah, it was totally out of date. So none of the kids are paying any attention to that. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was so clumsy, this movie. It was so mm, bad. Yeah. It was very dated, mostly mostly in its content and humor, but, like, they had, they like, with the, the flip phones, they had the flip phones, like, the hairstyles were very 2004. Like, it's long enough ago, 17 years, that these things are very <laughs> out of style. Like, the bucket hats. Oh, yeah, the guy had, the, he had the plaid wallpaper oh. in his room. So yeah. we have to keep an eye out for this now in every movie. Does the boy main character have plaid wallpaper in his room? Yeah, that didn't jump out to me. I didn't remember anyone drinking milk, so that wasn't there. <laughs> yep. I know, or like, there was no Jeep, but there was like a- Wait, wait. Like there... the pickup truck that the- Okay, the, it was a pickup truck, okay. But it was like, it was kind of a weird hybrid pickup truck. Cause it had all right. the kids piled in the back of it, but it didn't look like a, like a, I don't know. What kind of car it, it was. Yeah, it was weird. It was kind of, it was playing the role of the Jeep. They just needed to fit more kids in it. <laughs> and were there frosted tips? There was definitely spiky Oh there. my God, so many. Like, Timothy Oliphant fully had frosted tips. <laughs> and I think, I think, 
Yeah, the main, the main lacrosse guy who I kept recognizing, <laughs> but he was just like a soap opera actor. So I think that like I recognized him from something. But yeah, he had like definitely bleach streaks. They weren't spiky, but it was kind of like a bit of the bowl cut that was starting to happen. Like the Justin Bieber shaggy hair a little bit, but bleached, very bleached. Right. Uh, yeah, this, yeah, so it was very like, this movie is not present day. <laughs> and, but mostly, yeah, like the, the, the humor, <laughs> quote, air quotes. Humor is what dates it. There was a scene that I did think was hilarious. I don't know if you're going to agree. It was when, um, oh shoot, what's her name? The, the, the girl next door. Danielle. Danielle. When Danielle comes over and she's talking to uh, Matthew's parents and then he has these weird porn delusions of- No, of that her. was not funny. It was gross. I didn't <laughs> like it at all. Okay, we must agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> no, the only genuinely funny part of this movie was when they were at the porn convention and then there was like a giant teddy bear mascot that had a <laughs> giant penis. That was the only time I genuinely laughed. <laughs> that was not forced. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> that was that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I will be accepting no other entries into funny parts of this movie. <laughs> okay. Well, we did mention at the beginning, we, we were both talking about how, wow, there was a whole lot of incel energy, uh, yeah. certainly with <laughs> with the tripod there. Um, yeah, well, like the main Because they were not the cool kids, yeah. Yeah, because he was like the nerd. And then that was mm. kind of what I was like. I'm like, he was too cute to be like that nerdy. Like, he was very cute. Uh, right, right. Of the three. Yeah, the other ones. He was the badly combed hair at the beginning before he is woken up by the girl next door. And then it was like the the porn kid. So he had the three friends, I guess we should describe <laughs> that it was him. So he was the main character. Right. And he was like the scholarship kid and like his, his scholarship was for what moral fiber or whatever. Cause like he raised all this money to bring some kid from Cambodia to their school on a scholarship and like all the academic extracurriculars and stuff like that. His one friend is like the porn kid. I don't even remember their names, <laughs> but I call him the porn kid. Cause he was the one who kept like, ever, like when he was on the phone with him, he was watching porn and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, that's weird. When <laughs> I don't like that when you watch porn while I'm on the phone with you. And he kept like, when he found out about the neighbor, he's like, oh, you got to bang her. And he's like, yeah, of yeah. course, that's what I'm going to do. Like, and he kept talking a big game and was like, obsessed with porn but then when once given the opportunity <laughs> he was like no i'm good sorry <laughs> like he was yeah which was kind of funny and then the <laughs> the third friend who's paul dano the actor paul dano the more the shy kid yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. he had like the glasses and he was like the shy friend who ended up being not the shy friend well he he took one for the team there <laughs> yeah when they went to get Danielle from the porn convention, they ended up in some like lounge and right. they're like, yeah, we're, we're directors. And so this porn star woman was like, oh, like, can you use me in one of your films or whatever? And then her like 
giant roided out S&M geared boyfriend named Mule. <laughs> okay, that was the second laugh, but his name was Mule. Came and was like, and hey, what are you guys doing? And then she's like, oh, they're directors. And then he's like, oh, you gotta like put my girl in your movie. And then yeah. it's like, come on, you gotta at least feel her tits. So that's when the porn kid was like, no, no, I'm good. And then Paul Downs like, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> But yeah, the 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 porn watching buddy is a trope. Oh, totally. The, well, like yeah. it's the John Cusack, but with porn. Because <laughs> uh, I was thinking he's like the, the there's the character in the movie Clerks. Have you you've seen Clerks? Oh yeah, of course. The video store guy. Oh yeah, Randall. Randall, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was the Randall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the Randall to the other guy's Dante. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we got there. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But just like, it was just all so poorly executed. It made me angry. But yeah, pretty much like all my laughs came when they were at the porn convention. Because then after, when they found out they were just high school kids, like the security guy who had busted them earlier and was like, hey, those are high school kids. And then they, <laughs> they like... Hijinks ensued. It was, I was like, finally, some hijinks. That was what I said. It's like, finally, some hijinks. Like, get chased by, like, a mule. And then they, like, jump over a railing and, like, land face first into a boot face cake. first, yes. So I was like, okay, like, this is funny. Yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> okay, we can agree to agree on that hilarity. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I, I did note early in the movie that uh, porn boy was wearing a vivid video ball cap and, yeah, and I was like, oh, and, is that porn? <laughs> yes. And it turns out both vivid and wicked pictures were cited in the credits as I guess participating. Special thanks in, to special thanks to with uh, promotional consideration from <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I would not have known that was pornography. But, uh, I mean, other than context, obviously. Well, that's why, I, that's why I'm here to help out. <laughs> oh, oh, goody. That, like, that makes me very afraid to transition to, <laughs> to ask you <laughs> the hot ladies in this movie, which I will not call Maya Rudolphs out of respect. <laughs> or, or Mila Kunis's out of legality. <laughs> Yeah, none of them, uh, none of them were under age. Were there any porn stars, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> what section are we? Basically, sorry. There what segment are we doing here? Are we doing cute boys, Helicunas, yes. and Maya Rudolphs? <laughs> yes, we are, but I can't call okay. it that because it's insulting to Maya Rudolph and Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis, okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, I have a couple of names here. Because you were like, oh, that's so-and-so. I'm familiar with their work in, like, <laughs> Cheerleader Gangbang 7. <laughs> ah, busted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start with, I've got a couple here. Surprisingly, I'm not going with Alicia Cuthbert. She would be um, the only woman in this that I would pick. Her or Olivia <laughs> Wilde, who had like a pre-fame cameo as one of the high school girls. Okay, they're not on my list. Um, okay, oh, surprise, that's all the porn yeah. starts. Continue. <laughs> I'm gonna start with Mule's girlfriend. <laughs> oh. 
because it was so funny because she was in the business. She just talking, talking like everything. This is totally normal. This is life. And it was just hilarious. And of course, Mule was funny too. Yeah, as long as it was a mule, like you expect it to be like moose or like, you know, like I, I can't even think of the other typical names, but mule, it's excellent. <laughs> um, I'm also going to say Mr. Peterson's stripper. <laughs> I, you didn't even see her face. It was just her boobs. Okay, continue. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, Ferrari's hair. <laughs> Just her hair. Turns out that it was like, it's, okay, yes, I do know who this is. Her name is Sung Hee Lee. And so she's, I don't know that she's a porn star, but she's definitely done nude pictorials. So. Oh, uh, I, oh, she's like a Maxim. Yeah, that was kind of the level of, actually, no, it was more than Maxim, the pornography more, level. In no, this. More, <laughs> more than Maxim, but uh, yeah, wow, what hair. Where? And um, and boobs. <laughs> this is the one. Uh, <laughs> this is the one uh, that may come as a surprise, but I'm gonna say Kelly. I would pose for Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you. I told you before yes. we even started watching that I knew <laughs> the hot men in this movie because it's Timothy Oliphant, and he is undeniable. <laughs> <laughs> And when I first saw him, I was like, ah, oh, he's an annoying character. But no, immediately I was like, oh no, I want to hang around with Kelly. The, uh, <laughs> the charisma, right? Exactly, exactly. Oh, so Timothy I would pose for so Kelly, hot. yes. I know, he's so hot. Before we all watched it, even his character was like, oh, this is not great, but he's still Timothy Oliphant. So like, he's so hot. <laughs> Just yeah. so charismatic, <laughs> just ridiculous. You need to watch Santa Clarita Diet. He's so good on that. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so I've that's my collection. A bunch of stuff. A lot of the stuff he's famous for, I haven't seen because he was in Deadwood mm. and some other stuff. But yeah, he was like on The Office for a brief stint. Like he's just, he's like, he's kind of a bad guy, but he's also Timothy Oliphant, who's so handsome. <laughs> Okay, well, what about for you? <laughs> what are your picks? <laughs> Timothy Oliphant, obviously. <laughs> are you are you waiting for me to say mule because it's not gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a full body revulsion. No, I didn't really think mule was your type. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, so okay. yeah, obviously Timothy Oliphant, sure. and then. The main guy, he was very cute. I don't like, because I've only seen Emil Hirsch and other stuff, but like, I don't find him appealing. And apparently he has like assaulted somebody in real life, which is not great. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. But in this movie, so cute. So <laughs> cute. Uh, any of the jocks? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The one I recognize, the soap opera one. He the one that cute. was always in the middle. The one that was always in the middle, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So not, that not... you you knew to focus on the middle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Neither of the other two, no. No. And like there was no like hot dads or teachers in this movie at all. Like definitely not the principal. Like it could yeah, like see, this is here's another situation where they could have made it funny by like Tim Meadows as the principal. Right. <laughs> but I guess because it was like a boy-focused movie and not a girl-focused movie, there was no like 
handsome teacher, like handsome Spanish teacher or anything. Yeah, this movie does seem very focused on on the guys for the yeah, guys. Yeah, like it almost the fact that they were in school almost well, like other than he was going for the scholarship, but like they didn't really have much all the school, like I said, in the first five minutes where they showed all that stuff where I'm like, oh yeah, this right. is going to be a teen movie. They, none of that really mattered. Right. Everything was outside of it. Even if the scholarship thing where he shows up and blows it, like if you, if they would have been adults or like younger adults, say just out of college even, mm. and that same speech was like for a big promotion at work or something, like the same story could have been told with them not yeah. being teenagers, you know? Like it mm. could have been almost like a, she's out of my league or whatever that we just watched. Like they could have been that age, like kind of just mid twenties with the same story being told. Yeah, and it, maybe it would have been less cringy. I think like the friend, the porn friend would have been creepier if they were supposed <laughs> to be older. But yeah, like, like when he barges into the school and beats him up, that would have been less disturbing. <laughs> Oh, like if he just barged into like a, a workplace and, and pulled him out yeah. and beat him up? Yeah. 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 And it's not like <laughs> a sketchy, sketchy guy in a high school full of children. Because they were in grade 12, like they were seniors. But that doesn't mean there weren't like 13-year-old children around when this happened. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Exactly. That, yeah, that's what made that a bit weird. And then like at prom, they like filmed a porn at prom to try and... What was it to get money because they had to pay back the guy that they stole the penis statue from for something so they went they showed them going to him they didn't show what they were negotiating with him but it was like that's when they filmed the well what turned out not to be full porn but was kind of like it was, at, yeah it turned out to be like a a, a sex uh, a modern uh, um, an, an updated modern sex sex ed tape and yeah with with real porn stars. <laughs> and real penises of high school children, well, apparently. <laughs> Which they didn't show, but implied. <laughs> so like when they, when Timothy Oliphant like blackmailed Matthew at the end with the tape in front of his parents and the principal, it was like, they were like, oh, this is a good idea. Like even though it had like a high school student's penis in it. <laughs> like this is not okay. And they've they filmed in a high school with no permission to do so. No, but they did They did touch on that. Cause like, remember the math teacher or whatever was like, I found this, it's like a photo release. I found this in the hallway, what is it? Oh, so like, right. at some point somebody got permission for something. Well, no, they just got permission, like photo release permissions from the people Oh, the jocks, cause they were gonna get the jocks. Yeah. And then, but they didn't have permission to be filming at that at the oh, school. Oh, in, in the group. Yeah, in the prom. Yeah. That's true. But I thought that was part of it when he goes over to the teacher and was like, and he was like, come on, come on, you can do it. And then I was like, did he just drug the teacher? But I think he just kind of tricked the teacher into signing it or something. Yeah. I don't know. Again, this is not a good movie. It was very clumsy from a storytelling perspective. <laughs> Hey, why don't you throw to our favorite segment? Okay, fine. So, Andrew, is there porn of it? Is there a porn of it? Is there a porn of it? 
Internet rule 34 says there is Porn Porn We don't have to do is there a porn of this because this movie was a porn of itself and obviously if you go Google the girl next door on porn there's gonna be like a million <laughs> porns of it <laughs> Probably starring that porn star you recognize, The Girl Next Door 7. Well, actually, there was one called The Girl Next Door 12. Uh, <laughs> My point. <laughs> yes, apparently uh, that, that's, uh, that, that's a very popular category. But I think we both knew that without even having to yeah, do any exactly. Google searching. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not necessary. <Yeah>. <laughs> Like you need for the uh, movies like what was like that Mandy Moore one like that would be a challenge to find porn of like <laughs> there is there slice of life porn which I think was part of this movie that was kind of one of the really poorly tacked on subplots was that Timothy Olyphant had proposed slice of life porn to Hugo oh, right. yeah. and then Hugo stole his idea and made millions. <laughs> And apparently Slice of Life porn was like high school sex tapes for sex education, something. Uh, it just, it, none of it made sense. No, not really. Even in the, even the people in this movie were too good for this movie. Like, and they weren't even that good. So Jessica, is there anything more to say about this movie? Is there any other thing that you'd want to mention other than how it, it's very stigmatizing sex work and well yeah that's what work. i was gonna yeah. say like everything about how this movie did not age well like there was a lot of it in it that was super racist and like uh, not even in a yes. way that would have been funny at the time it was just racist very sexist right. obviously just like its whole conceit was sexist alicia cuthbert's character who like Proven by the fact we barely talked about her, obviously was not <laughs> like well yeah. written, well rounded. Because she was like, "Oh, I don't know. I quit my job. Maybe I'll go to college." It's like, maybe you have other interests. What about that? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you gonna like? What else are you into other than just being the sex object in this movie? At the porn convention, Matthew runs up and says, "You're better than this." And it's like, ah, oh, you know, ooh, okay, that's that's kind of clunky. Yeah, instead of yeah. saying you're better than this, he should have been like, given her agency and be like, is this something you want to do? What would you like to do? You know, is yeah, this your choice? Exactly. <laughs> Ugh, <laughs> so stupid. And then there's like oh. so much homophobia too. Like, yeah, yeah. So like the language was insert the trumpet noise for the F. F word that they use many, many times, oh, many, many, yeah. many times, and not even like it. Ugh. It just. Ugh. And yeah. even even at the beginning when the two are kind of introduced to each other, and so she has something on him that he peeped on her through the windows, and then she kind of makes him strip down and then leaves him behind in some sort of kind of. I guess it was supposed to try and be a feminist move of her taking power, but it was, no, it was still a guy fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like it was. Okay. Maybe some guys. Ha <laughs> ha. 
No, I mean, I will take that as fair, but just like the way it escalated to that, because I kept thinking, oh, this is going to be a dream sequence, like over and over, because like a few times in the movie, they did use they him. They did do that, yeah. Sort of, like when he first wanted to cut school or whatever, he fantasized about doing it and then getting in trouble, <laughs> and then it cut back to him being in his car, like, nope, I'm not going to do that. But so they used that really inconsistently, that yeah, they like, did, yeah. storytelling trick or whatever you want to call it. So that's when like things were happening in this movie. I was like, is this a dream sequence? Is this a dream sequence? Is this going to be a dream sequence? It was very clumsy. Very clumsy. Not, uh, not. <laughs> two thumbs down. We need to develop some sort of like creative rating system. Like I think it's just basically that we both agree <laughs> this movie is not worth revisiting. Don't <laughs> if you haven't seen it, don't watch it. If you fondly remember this, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so Jessica, where can we find us on the internet? I forget. It's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I'll do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. Um, on the internet. You can find it. My brain is so tired. I've lost, like, I saw a post on Instagram that was like, at this point, it's like I'm 97% feral and cannot be reintroduced into society. That's how I feel. Like, my sleep schedule is off. I just don't know what it's like to talk to people that aren't my parents. So I can't, like, with an emotional filter, like, I can't form intelligent conversations. Okay, yeah, uh, on the internet, <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Swimcast, S-W-Y-M-Cast, Twitter at Swimcast or Swimcast at gmail.com. Right. Thank you. And <laughs> stick around. There'll be a musical feature and outtakes, followed by our network sign-off. <laughs> oh, yeah, my favorite thing. Uh, so many outtakes of Andrew being annoyed at me and getting me to say things. <laughs> like, do it. Say the thing. I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> See, this, remember when we first started, I got really anxious about, like, you using my voice <laughs> and editing it into things. Have I, not, just... have I not made you sound smart That's in this true. Process. No, but, but now you're like, say it, say it, say it so I can copy it and use it again. <laughs> oh, I guess I did say that tonight. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, okay. it's fine. I tease. Ooh, my Sephora order has been shipped. Excellent. <laughs> Sorry. I think that's the perfect place to close this out. Goodbye. Bye. Hi there, Stermonics here. Thanks for sticking around. Today's feature song is another soundtrack piece that I've made for the show, and it's entitled 36. Hope you enjoy it. Stick around after that and listen to Andrew and Jessica say stupid stuff.
Okay, so right. let's get to it. All right, that's good. And scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have chili in the smoke maker and it has beer in it, so my whole house smells like beer. <laughs> Alright, and so I just hit stop, right? Okay. I'm Jessica. And I'm Andrew. And this is Swimcast. Hey, Andrew, what's Swimcast? Oh, (laughs) it's a podcast where you, Jessica, who uh, was a teenager in the 90s, I guess. uh... Oh, did I throw you? Yeah. (laughs) Having to describe our podcast for the 18th time? Okay, we got our first outtake. Or our, I think it's our <laughs> our second outtake already. Okay. Oh wow. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll just pick it up. I'll pick it up. Swimcast is the podcast where Jessica makes me watch movies that were near and dear to her heart in the nineties. Okay. Where do you want to go here, or do you want to wrap it up? Okay, I have a few things in my notes for stereotypes. We kind of covered some of them were super mini, some of them we've covered. And then in the woke, we've already made the Epstein joke. <laughs> we haven't talked and about I think that. We, I think we can wrap it up, probably. Yeah, the, the, we haven't talked about. Well, the, we could talk about how it all comes together in a nice, neat bow. But the father-daughter oh, I... energy at, at, at oh, was, yeah. was so gross. Oh, that's true. So let's, maybe if you have another stereotype thing, and then we can go into the, 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 the neat bow and then end it. Okay, sure. Okay. Um... So Jessica, are there some other stereotypes that stood out to you? Swimcast is brought to you by ABC, the Anunnaki Broadcast Corporation, and heard on Nibiru Networks across the Tri-Galaxy region. Nibiru Networks, holograms so real you can touch them. Like, oh my god!